going on, everybody? It's Ben Jacinos doing another episode of the Open Forum. We got my man, Say So Dolo, on the phone. Right now, we're just kind of walk, uh, walking into the intro a little bit. It's called ACE, Ace. This the same guy on the phone. I'm telling you, he just sound like he smoked a pocket Newport before he go in the studio. He, he grow ten. He gets ten years older in the studio. What's the word, gang? Oh, we live on streaming right now. All right, go ahead and go get the rest of that. Yes, sir. Go ahead and get the rest of that. It's ACE is available on all streaming platforms. Say so. Dolo. S A S O D O L O. Now let's get back in tune with this. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How about you, bro? Another 24. Things are unraveling in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta, you know. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, yeah, shoe gotta go untied to check your step. Yep. Man. So let's go ahead and get these uh let's get these topics in, in order real quick. Let me go ahead and uh all right, cool. Um all right, so I got a question for you, bro. I'm gonna kick right into you know how we don't we don't play around with this shit. We go straight into it, you know what I'm saying? And so this is the the question is I'm gonna get you closer to the people so they can hear you, man. You hear me? I can hear you. All right, cool. They can hear you. All right. So my question for you, bro, is why do you – and then, look, he going to fuck your head up. This man's young, but he's smart, man. He's with it. Pause. You know what I'm saying? So take this out. All right. Why is YouTube separate from YouTube music? Because if you check TuneCore, you check your DSP uh, distribution platforms, you'll see that there's two different YouTubes. Like, you get paid twice – from YouTube during the week. Yes, sir. You get a royalty check every uh every month, a little update, and then you also get like a week by a week by week basis. So why do you think that happens? You gonna see how you gonna see how wicked the industry is after I explain this, if, or after I like just confirm what you say. It is good marketing, but it's 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 dope. You think that is for the artists? It's not for us, bro. If it was for us, they wouldn't have gave us point zero zero one one cents out of every penny for every stream. It's not for us. It's not for us. It's for them because now they can recategorize. They understand they're switching up with the times, so they can recategorize their infrastructure as a social media platform. If you look on the distribution. It says stores, online stores, and then it says social media. It'll have Instagram, TikTok, and then two YouTubes. One YouTube with a uh, a red signal with a little white triangle in it, and then one with like a black and red YouTube spelled out in black and red letters. Excuse me. And so they 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 step on it a whole bunch of different ways. Because think about it though, like they make trillions of dollars every year, right? 
so they lose billions of dollars every year, right? So if they don't report yeah. if they don't report half of their earnings, it goes from losing billions to only losing millions. Just like if you have a uh, hundred thousand dollars taxed, you're losing probably forty thousand dollars, right? But if you only got four twenty-five thousand dollar businesses, you're just losing it every check. You're not even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's YouTube music, so then you can, yeah, bro, it's 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 YouTube and then YouTube music. And so it's a, it's a little configuration game. It's a little scheme, but it's not really, like I said, like it's about loopholes and it's not about kind of uh, exploiting opportunities as far as like um, benefiting your team. And so like your team, their team is the corporate structure. Our team is the the producers, the consume, no, the content creators. You know what I'm saying? We happen to just do visual and audio. And so it's what you mean? I was good to have it separated into two different apps because YouTube Music you can play without having to actually be on YouTube. You can be playing in the background of your phone. Well, you can do that with YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium is actually the best, like the best, because then you can watch movies on it, you can watch TV on it, you can listen to beats on it, you can listen to podcasts on it, you can listen to the music on it. But I say. If you were to really like go off of your basis, your premise, if it was really about what's best for everybody, they'd have adult YouTube and child YouTube. They split YouTube up into so many different categories. No, no, but if you put it restricted, age restricted, or you put not safe for children, they shadow ban you and they take you out the algorithm. They take ads, they take, you know what I'm saying? Like all of our videos in, under interactive that I put out through TuneCore, they automatically like my plug. They automatically have ads on it. You can have three streams on it. It's going to have four ads on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can have two streams on it. It's going to, every stream is going to count. It's automatically monetized through the infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? So there's no qualifications. We already straight to the source, straight from the source. All right. So then, um, oh no, we can't talk about that. <laughs> talk about that shit. Hell no. Damn. Damn. Or if she's next to me, we can do it. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Hello, pause. <laughs> but um, check this out, though. I said the next topic might get us canceled, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. We can cuss and we can say nigga on live TV and nobody cares in corporate entertainment. And so I said, you should get rid of state property taxes, utility bills. Uh, or how would we get rid of state property taxes, utility bills, and internet cable? How would we do that? That's also a good question. That's something that is good for everybody. I have the answer. I have my answer. I don't have the answer. I have my answer. I want to hear your answer for that first. All right. What's the main draw in every city, every major city? You said the main draw? Main economic draw. No, that's not an economic that's a necessity, and that's that's typically sponsored by the government. This that's but I, that's what I'm getting to. I'm you just stepped in the shit I just laid in front of you. That's exactly what I was getting at. If it's a government, this you know what I'm saying. So I said, have all, uh, I said have all professional sports 
become owned by the corresponding state covering the money. You know what I'm saying? So like Indianapolis Pacers, instead of it being like a private uh, franchise, it would be Indiana, the state of Indiana owns the Pacers. But that's technically going back into colonies. That's like separate. No, 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 no. They're still, they're still a union. They'd have a union. They still have the Players Association. They still have everything. It'd be a federal entity. Oh, kind of like how Africa is in certain parts. And people don't talk about that because they don't want to seem like Africa is as united as it is. Africa is the most rich and wealthy continent in the world. Yeah. They just made, uh, I think it was 20, 20,000 coins that are worth like $800,000. And so I'm saying you have the state cover the money. You buy out the owners so they're compensated appropriately. So it's not like nobody's losing money. But then you drop the taxes, you know what I'm saying? Because now the government makes so much money from that. It's like, all right, cool. It's more. It's not like it's, it's not like a communist or socialist society, but it's kind of that kind of principle. And so you drop the taxes. The government-owned athletics would lead to mandatory outreach programs and mentorships. So it's like, all right, if you're going to be a professional athlete in your state, you have to do outreach programs and community uh, help in that state. Mandatory. So think about that, how that would be. Like, imagine the Pacer player, like, just coming to your school, like, often, or a different one often, not just, like, once every three years, or never, you know what I'm saying? And so you have mentorships uh, from every team, from every sport in every state, you know what I'm saying? And then you could get uh, vouchers from the government to cover payment for the teams and players. So, like, whatever you would make normally, whatever you got drafted at, you just get a government voucher from that. And then... um, and they cover the payment, the team's players, everybody wins. You pipeline uh, to small businesses, and that could lead to a community all driving uh, electric cars or at least multiple bus lines. So then it's like everybody can do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So then how do you – like uh, the invisible hand. If you put enough resources in the market, it's going to move itself. But also if you study economics, they say uh, if you gave everybody the same amount of resources in 50 years, they go back to their original place. Why do you think that is? Greed. Not greed. Not greed. It's just because there's producers and consumers. So people who get their money, people who get their PPP money or their whatever money, unemployment money, and they handle their business, they got something left over. The people who fuck it off at Benihana's and, oh, now, like, getting the Gucci, I'll get all the, all the, da, 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 Nah, like, because the thing about it, the people who spend money are going to spend money even more because now they have more to spend. The people who make money are going to try and put that into the business to make more money. So eventually, after 50 years, one generation, it's going to trickle down back to the same people. That's the, it's the invisible hand. I think it's Adam Smith or John Smith, one of those two. I forget. Don't judge me. But peep this. I did some numbers. I was crunching some numbers the other night. Uh, how much How much money do you think Bad Bunny makes for his label? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I- you know, you know Bunny's productivity level during the year? No, I don't know. He'll put out one project, and that's it. Maybe a couple mm-hmm. singles. He'll put out one project. And the lowest he's done all year on Billboard is number two. That's crazy. I estimated based off of his streams, because, like, Drake, like, he has, like, of course, he has, like, probably, like, 100 and some songs on Billboard, right? Uh, or the top 200 or whatever. Bad Bunny has, like, 14. But they all have like hundreds of millions of streams, right? And that's yeah. just one platform. And as we can see on our our metadata side, 
there's 280 stores. So you have billions of streams on hundreds of platforms, right? And one one uh, label is responsible for that, right? Right. I estimate he makes about uh, 10 to $11 billion for the label every year. I told you, he only puts out one product. So it's like the overhead is minimum. And he doesn't even do any promotion or rollout. He'll just put a picture on Instagram. Like his last rollout, he put a picture like drinking a smoothie. It was like, album's out tomorrow. And his engagement, like academics broke down his engagement versus Drake. Drake has like four times as many followers. He has like 140 million. Bad Bunny has like a, a couple, like 30, 40 million. But he'll have like 20 million likes out of 30 million. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's literally ridiculous how like, effective and efficient this man is and so i'm figuring like okay if if a one artist on one label is making about 10 billion dollars a year for the label i don't know how much he's making it's not my business but i added that up because that's that is my business i said how much do you think amazon or google is really making like they're either making nothing and just operating with overhead i mean uh workflow capital or they're really making so much money that only the government needs to know how much money they're making You think it's just like a house of cards and they're just operating with uh momentum? That's what I think. Because think about it, bro. Like if one musician, that's not even a necessity. Like think about it. Google, Apple, Amazon has every address <laughs> and have product shipped to five out of ten of those addresses in the world every day. And they get a little surcharge per transaction. You see what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, I'm like, uh, how much do they really make? Uh, if a record label can make $1 billion a year easily off one artist purely based off of streams, not even like endorsements, shows, sponsors, endorsement, sponsor, same thing, but like just the streams, just the digital currency, you know what I'm saying, the circulation. How much is a brick and mortar with constant traffic from the house? You see what I'm saying? Not even a brick and mortar, just how much is a, a e-commerce from the house making and so um all together it's it is it's crazy so um if one artist can boost that much output uh yeah so it's really kind of crazy i think that uh i think the government has the tax returns and so like they're they're good with that but i think they're kind of telling like you know how people pay to get on forbes and people pay to get off forbes I think it's the second one. I think it's the latter. I think they're like, yo, like, we're good, but no one else needs to know. You know what I'm saying? And so I figured out this. How do you stop the violence in, like, urban communities? I have an idea. I have an idea. You seen that, you seen that TikTok of the Colombian police officers? No, I haven't seen that TikTok. They had like four women cops just walking the street and like nobody was having no problems. Nobody was like, everybody was showing love, this, 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 and that. And that's Colombia. That's a third world. That's a violent third world country. You know what I'm saying? So think about all them, think about all them uh, lady cops that get cat called. Like, Ooh, take me to jail. Arrest me. Take me with you. You know what I'm saying? They get off of that when they show up. So imagine if it was a mandatory that all the women cops had to be models. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Just women, women models. They were not, they wouldn't, they would try and hit on them. They wouldn't try and hit them. You know what I'm saying? It's 
Man. Yeah. So I got a question, bro. You see that old, uh that McDonald's video? It was a skit. It was a prank. But how do you feel about that? Like, uh, take care of just your person or versus everybody. I think it's goofy. I think it's kind of corny. But I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, I haven't seen the commercial personally myself. But... Mm -mm. It's not a commercial. It was a this this woman. Uh, said that like this other male only brought like food for his son, but she had other kids in the house, and she, she like threw it away and shit. Oh, that video. Yeah. I think it's corny. Yeah, go on, expand. I feel like this is a question you was gonna ask. Have that go catch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just a simple thought. It's the fact that he brought the food, like be more considerate yeah because like yeah keep going because he didn't have he like it's not that he didn't have to bring anything he could have not brought anything no that's his kid yeah that's what i'm saying but you know some you have some people that don't have their father in their lives so he's one of them he's not that's he's not bringing home he's bringing it to someone else's home he's not taking him out to lunch he's dropping off a sandwich and leaving yeah. Then that's where the mom. I rather me. I was blessed to have my father in my life, but I'd rather have somebody just. If you don't fuck with me, just stay away from me. Then try and fake phony kick it with me like you care. Yeah. But then again, you gotta see where the father came coming from too. I understand. I had I had a girl that got pregnant, and she tried to use that as leverage. She literally moved to Seattle, took a picture with another nigga holding her stomach and shit, all of that. Like she said, you'll never see your kid. I'm not even gonna keep the kid. I'm gonna give him up for adoption, and you'll ne I'll never tell me where you're at. That's the reality I went through. 2018, after she crashed my car. Oh no! Nah. Took the wheel while I was took the wheel while I was driving and crashed the shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is not something I'm just coming up with. Maybe what it would be like. No, this is something I lived through. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. It's cool. It's cool. I, I'm me and she's her. I got somebody that care about me and she's, you know what I'm saying, talking to herself. But this is what I think, bro. I think, uh, one, it was goofy for her to do it because it was a skit. Two, I think it's goofy for her to do it even if it wasn't a skit because then it's showing you that you're not taking care of your business. Like I almost, I was starting to kind of like complain a little bit to baby earlier today. And I was like, you know what? Let me stop. She's like, why? I was like, because me talking about my business makes it seem like I'm not handling my business. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you handle your business, you're just talking about other stuff. You're not complaining. Because if you complain, you're just kind of exposing what you can't control or what's controlling you. You feel me, Dolo? That's what I said, right? So back to this other age-old question. You out with the homegirls. Or you out with your girls' homegirls? They have a they have a man. They don't have a man. If they don't have a man, are you paying for their meal? No. <laughs> oh shit! Why not? Why should I have to pay for all their meals? I agree, but I agree with a caveat. This is what I said. I'm fine, and then the friends she's got that are cool with me, like the girls that'll come over to the spot. Or like come where we at, hang out, whatever, and we'll contribute. 
Like back when I smoked, all right, cool. I got what I want, but did you bring anything to the table? Like, did you bring a blunt? Like my girl don't have to bring nothing to the table. We we sit at the table together. We we already talked about that. But like, if you just walking in the house expecting shit, then you can walk out the door with nothing. You know what I'm saying? But if you kind of like, all right, you don't have to bring like, you can just bring one blunt. You know what I'm saying? I'll roll up too. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, yeah, the people that come in and give me good vibes and, and kick it with me, like, not on the weird shit, but like kick it with us. Yeah, that's cool. Like 100%. Yeah. Because also, boom, it'll be like, all right. You, you like the seven habits. Uh, he talks about establishing emotional bank accounts. You either withdraw the bank account or you deposit in the bank account. You deposit by good actions and deeds and affirmations. You withdraw with doubts, criticism, you know what I'm saying, and complaints. And so you take out of that relationship versus putting into the relationship. So if you put into the relationship, she's going to bring you around them. And if you put into it again while you're around them, then they're going to trust you around her. So they're not going to try and be in her ear like, man, forget that, man. You don't need to, you know what I'm saying? They're going to try and endorse you versus try and find somebody to compete with you. And so I say, how do you feel about the whole Meg the Stallion blackball situation? When she gets blackballed. She's saying she's blackballed. Exactly. That's exactly what I put. I said, people say Meg is blackballed. I say it's the exact opposite. I said, what are the chances she hits it big, how she jumped into the game? I said, what are the chances she gets another collab like WAP from like Cardi? Shout out to Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Um, and from a business perspective, the brand always has to be the brand. So they're pumping the same amount in, even though they're not getting the same amount back. You know what I'm saying? So it can't be a phantom one week and an accurate the next week. You know what I'm saying? And I said, they can't be red bottoms and then it can't be rainbow. You know what I'm saying? It got to be one or the other. No, you got to just be yourself. If that's your level, then own your level. I'm wearing a, not a dirty white, but I'm about being yourself, yeah, being yourself, but at the same time, it's, it's different, um, like different scenarios, different things that come up. You have to pick, choose what you want to do. What you align yourself with, exactly. And so I said, um, the uh, the the product receives support. I said, but who owns the pub on her biggest songs? The label, right? So her doing well in the future drives more traffic to her page, even if it's under somebody else's page. So it's like, cool, I have WAP under my channel. So whatever else you put that bullshit out, they're going to go back to the shit they liked. You know what I'm saying? Right. So more is more. And so the audience picks most cases are going to be the hits. You know what I'm saying? The playlisting, all that other stuff, because they the label put them in position to be on the playlisting. And then they just, all right, cool. You want to do your little side passion project, knock yourself out. Mixtapes, basically. You want to show, you want to do shows off mixtapes instead of your hits? Because you want to spice it up? Cool. We still getting paid off the hits. You know what I'm saying? So her doing well in the future drives more traffic. And um, the older label owns the hits. They put the product out. And so it did what it did. Uh, she flopped. It did 50K first week. And that's the, the music business. Uh, but that's the music, not the business. And so the word of mouth was that the music was mid. So there wasn't no rush to go check for the new project. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody like SZA or Summer, not Summer Walk, but like SZA or her or something like that, they'll do 30000 every week for 50 weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's good numbers if you really think about it in the long term. Yeah, that's what, exactly. But see, people aren't 
Some people are short-centered, you know what I'm saying? Which you shouldn't be. And so I'll say, why do you think the fourth quarter is so important in business? It's just like a basketball game or a football game. Keep going. If you're close and like tied up or whatnot, say, for instance, in fourth quarter, fourth quarter is the last time to change things around. Now put it in our put it in our field. Put it put it in our vein. So instead of trying to sell fifty k like with Megan, you would take this route that SZA would have took rather than Megan's. I can understand and see why she's saying she's being blackballed. It's bringing people more to it's bringing more people to her page and looking at her stuff. But at the same time, you shouldn't say that you're blackballed. No, Tori is blackballed. Tori, like, <laughs> Tori is blackballed. Like, and so I say, um, fourth quarter allows you to act out your plans publicly. You draw in new prospects for the following year. I said, there's a baseball click analogy, right? Dudes who spend all day texting girls to link up on the weekends, they built up the relationships with the girls and they would show up, right? But they wouldn't do shit with them. They just, oh, now I, you text me all day. I'm your friend now. I'm not the nigga that I want to be with. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when they ran to me and my guys, like not even from the same school, we just had a bunch of guys that we all played baseball in high school. We all hung out together. Like one dude, he went to the Mets. Other dude played like for the other team, blah, blah. I played for the other team. We all just blah, 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 blah. We just hung out, right? And so we would spend our time working out and developing our name or our brand around the city. So we played different schools. We stood out. And like when we went to different functions, we stood out on our own, right? We'll go to these parties they would set up and the girls would fuck with us. So they stopped inviting us to the parties. You see what I'm saying? But we started having our own and just circumvented them out the way and just hit up the people we already met. So we we spent our money. We spent our winners getting money. Like we did what we did. And uh, one dude was already like, he was straight. He was like, he signed to the Mets out of high school. So he was already just focused on that. And one of the guys was like catching place and the, and the other guy and the rest of us were just shaking and moving. You know what I'm saying? So come springtime, when we did the baseball, we only focused on baseball. So we were in the public right, the public light for the right reason, but we could act on momentum. You see what I'm saying? I see exactly what you're saying. So I'm saying, AKA taking the new girls out that we just met out on dates after we invited them to the date. So like we showed our value, we played well in the game, and we had money to go to Steak and Shake. We had money to go to McDonald's. We had money to go just chill afterwards. You see what I'm saying? Because we already spent our time getting it in the winter. We didn't have to spend our time away from our craft during the season to get money. We just had to act on the momentum. So I said major companies build up all year to act on the momentum during the fourth quarter. They drop the first quarter. They tour during the summer, second and third quarter. They do media rollouts, like covering the displayed content during the fourth quarter, like a, a recap, a rollout a build-up for next year. You see what I'm saying? So it's not it's only like three or four artists can drop on the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else is using that to springboard the first quarter. And so it's cyclical when it's done right. It's a revolving door of products and consumers. Uh, a wise man once said, shout out to Andrew Tate, even though they got you fucked up and got you taking up all these uh, these platforms, I'm still rocking with you. <laughs> it's 1090 Jake, and I'm rocking with y'all like you rocking with me. <laughs> but no, um, a wise man said, a rocket ship doesn't stop when it takes off towards the moon. You have to keep going. So every day, like two to four hours a day isn't much for a side job. Eight to ten hours a day isn't much for a main source of income. You see what I'm saying? Right. 
And so it's not about making the most money. It's about making the money you make do the most for you. What do you think I mean by that? Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Party foul. I said, uh, it's not about making the most money. It's about making the money you make do the most for you. What Drake say, we need to love people and use things and not the other way around. Quick little water break, people. And so how do you feel about the whole little high value male uh, thing going on right now? Speak on that. Everyone's talking about like, oh, uh, I'm a high value male. Like, I I need to have girls share me. Like, I'm gonna make six figures. So this is this, this and that. Blah 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 blah. Like the fresh and fit kind of thing. The little wave. You know about fresh? You know about fresh and fit? No, I don't. There's some goofballs in Miami that try and look cool by paying escorts online to come to their platform. And then try and make fun of them for being like hoes, basically. But it's like you knew they were hoes before they got there. You know what I'm saying? Because you met them in a certain way. You know, and the one girl actually like she just she's like, Why are you trying to talk bad about me when you couldn't even afford my uh, my allowance, whatever? Da, 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 da. He's like, I didn't ever want to pay your allowance. I just wanted to trick you into getting he's like, So you just try and manipulate girls and just da da da, da like and try and clown them on TV, da, da, da. So like it kind of backfired. The whole thing is just kind of cr- like it just imploded. But here's the thing. They're talking about like, oh, you shouldn't pay $200 for a date. You shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't, you should have a girl like pay for home ticket, pay for that, that, that. No, 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 no. I said, there's a difference between a high earning male and a high value male, right? I said, a high value male doesn't mind paying for dates every day. A high value male has other people pay for their shit too. Like, think about it. You get a deal with Adidas or Nike, they're going to give you shit to wear. So now you stop paying for clothes. So the money you used to spend on clothes, you can spend on a date now. You can spend on a plane ticket night because it's like imagine you have, you have, uh, let's say you have five dollars, right? And you're used to spending two dollars every day, but now somebody endorses you, so now instead of spending that two dollars, you actually make an extra two dollars. So now you have seven dollars to play with, but you were only used to spending three dollars. So you can put away the four and keep spending the three as you would, but now you have four to draw from in case you want to do something different, something special. So it's not really, you know, what I'm saying it's not really affecting you too much. And so it's like brands, companies paying for their breakfasts and dinners. Like, you know, like, oh, I'll take you out to dinner. I have a business meeting. Like, that happens for dudes. You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't just happen for girls. Like, oh, you just want to go on a date with me for the free food. Maybe with you. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe the dude that gets taken out just invites his girl. You know what I'm saying? So now you both get to go for free. You see what I'm saying? So that's like the whole value thing. Or managers covering travel expenses to establish a base <clears throat> on the front end for the artists. It's like not blowing it in strip clubs. Stripper uh, is like strippers are throwing it after the club. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not the one spending the money in there. You're the one in the parking lot waiting for her to get off. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so like the plug pulls up to you, gets you packs of rats, uh, and you you just give them an extra like ten dollars for a delivery service. Instead of you and your girl waiting outside the door, waiting for him to pick up, making you look goofy as hell. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're 
And so I said, um, brands make you ambassadors so you don't purchase products. It's like we don't waste our money buying clothes to impress. We get the top line brand to look cool by suiting us down. You know what I'm saying? Getting us fresh. It's like, for example, like uh, one of my old like radio A&R friends, um, when I go to Chicago, like I don't pay for hotels anymore. Like I just hit her up and she gives me a, a unit in one of her apartment buildings. You see what I'm saying? So instead of spending that five, six hundred dollars on a hotel, I can spend that extra two hundred dollars on the date and I keep three hundred dollars. You dig? You feel me? And if you have a whole team full of people doing that, it goes back to like the Asian culture, the Jewish culture. It's like, all right, everybody puts in $10,000 in the pot, but only one person gets it per month. So everybody has at least $100,000 to deal with that one month. You see what I'm saying? That's how they keep everything going. And so um, it's a possibility perspective, and then it's an aspiration, then it's an outcome then you have options, then you have decisions, and then you have results. A high-value male has his life work for him. He wakes up and has market value already. He already established the channel of distribution to place himself in the market based off his productivity, his value, his skill set, and his, excuse me, his work ethic. A high-earning male works for his money based off an elite established structure. So basically, the banker that makes $200,000 Versus the consultant that makes $200,000. It's the same same amount, but it's different. One commutes, so he spends money. He spends time away from his family. This is net. Whereas the consultant can work from the basement. He can work from the office. He can work from the den. And he can just kind of like, he can slap his wife on the ass after she drops him like lunch. You know what I'm saying? And she goes back to doing what she's doing. Or, or he can meet her at any point in the day if she has a job, if she wants to work. Then she, he can just go to lunch, take her out to lunch, or just go take a walk in the park or something like that because he has the time. He's not trading his time. He's trading his intelligence or his network. You see what I'm saying? Got you. I understand. I know you understand. That's why I'm having these conversations, man. <laughs> All right, so hit me with your, uh, hit me with your, uh, your topics, and we're going we gonna to wrap this up. I'm going to put this on Patreon, and uh, I sent you the link already, so you need to make one so I can tag you in it. Okay. I'll make that as soon as we get off the phone. For sure. Hit me with him, bro. Pause. Um, which one of these do I want to do first? Since we're just talking about consumers, in a sense, which one would you rather be, a consumer or a publisher? A publisher, 100%. Publisher. Why would you rather be a publisher than a consumer? It gives me a double option. It gives me a dual identity. It gives me a dual reality. Consumer spends, right? Let's say just like the drug game. If you only smoke weed, that means you are spending money every time you want to smoke weed. If you sell weed, cool, give me twice as much. I'm going to put away one for me and one for everybody else, whatever one is. Makes sense. But 
I'm gonna agree with you saying I'd rather be a publisher because I can see it from like what you said, both sides. I can be a consumer at the same time, but also publish. Mm -hmm. All right, hit me. I really want to bring up this topic question, but you told me to save it for the next podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we got three minutes and 30 seconds. We got to wrap it up. All right, then fuck it. Then we got say so dolo on the on the live stream right now. I'm gonna give him a little bit of a uh, time to pop his shit. Uh, talk about some projects coming out. Talk about some projects already out, and then what we can expect from him in the future. All right. Uh, hope y'all having a good night tonight. Hope y'all enjoyed most of the podcast. No, no, no. Go. Yeah, 100. But like, tell me, what, tell me what they can expect. Tell me what you got out going on right now, and then talk about that trip to Indy we about to have. So, I got Ace that just dropped on the first with PlayStation. Yes, sir. Go check both of those out. Yeah, where? On all streaming platforms. Under? Under. Say so dolo. How do you spell it? S-A-S-O-D-O-L-O. And what are your socials? All my socials are under say so dolo. S-A-S-O-D-O-L-O. With the hieroglyphics. <laughs> and the numerology, and we gonna and the next one. This is Patreon, so like we gonna give you the good shit. You know what I'm saying? That potent shit. Uh, we gonna have a whole numerology breakdown. We gonna have a whole. We gonna get it all together. You know what I'm saying? That's damn. gotta be for the trip when you get here. So talk about that. When I was you, just about to talk about that. I was about to say that that's probably gonna be a podcast when I get there. Just like the other topic questions that I was going to ask earlier, one of those topic questions have to do with Kendrick. All right, talk about it. Oh, never mind. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. See, 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 see. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this trip with. And shout out Cap Young. We got to get him up here too sometimes. We got to get Cap out there too, Cap. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to Vito in Jamaica, too, and Joby. You know what I'm saying? We, it's a whole unit up here. You know, and Shout Simone. We got to get all y'all together. Nicole, you got to come down. We're going to come up to you for sure, for sure. Oh, but the indie trip, I'm looking forward to it the whole week from Monday to Saturday. You said what day in October? The third, if I remember correctly. I think you did say the third. Is it the third or the second? The third to the eighth, yeah. Yep. Third to the eighth. Podcast. Shows. Recording. New music coming out. Mm. Talk about it. We got up coming out on, on the, the ninth. On the ninth. Talk about it. You got 20 seconds. September. Up. You're going to love it. It's a whole different vibe. It's a different it's a different feel of music. I feel like y'all definitely will enjoy it when it drops on that night. Mm. Go ahead and get in tune. Like I said, this is Say So Dolo. My name is Benji C-Notes. This is the Open Forum. And from now on, I'm only going to keep, uh, for the Patreon episodes, I'm going to do something new. Me and uh, Dolo are going to start something that me and Vito kicked off. It's going to be called Brand New Music. Brand National Underground Music. It's Benji C-Notes, Say So Dolo. Love.